Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. I went to the mall today. With- I was going to ask about your mall trip, but we'll get to that, I'm sure, after this part. So go ahead. Go to yeah. the mall. I went to the mall today. And yeah. I, that's already fun enough for me being a disabled person and all that. Uh, I'm sure, I, yeah. I went with one of my favorite people. I am not mm-hmm. going to say who it is because I got a joke along with this one. So I, I'm not going to say who I went with. But I uh, went to the mall with one of my favorite people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, thanks to, uh, let's just say, some admirers of hers, yeah. uh, both of us got to eat for free today at the mall. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it was nice. It was very nice. I'm glad some of my uh, female friends are good-looking women, and um, they have admirers uh, that will do whatever they say. So, I just wanted to say that before we uh, opened up the show. Go ahead and open up the show, Mike. Tales from the Crips contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised. times do i have to tell you that we gotta change that picture of mine yeah i know that but i i just haven't gone in and and redone it i guess for for next for next uh for next week i'll redo it for you yeah you know why don't we just you know, the thing- you know when you go down like that hold on a minute 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 when you when you when you when you hold on hold on Hold on. I can't take it. I can't take it because when you go down, when you. Hold on. I'm sorry. This is just. I can't take it. When you. When you. When you. 
<laughs> We're not even five minutes in and I already got your coffee. When you go down like that and then come back up, it's like, it's like, I swear to God, it's like one of those things where I saw where they fucking have the fucking hand, and they have the puppet, and they have the hand up the puppet's ass, and then they just, like, slap the puppet up in the air and fucking, like, doing that, like, like, like oh my god, it's like you're a fucking puppet, I swear to Christ. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, oh, fucking A, oh god. Anyway. Oh. Don't change this fucking subject, oh. Mike. We we are changing, oh. ladies and gentlemen. You have oh. seen the final intro oh. with my uh, oh. picture with my mask on. Oh. I don't even wear yeah. a mask when I go out in public. I've never worn a mask out in public. Maybe I'll just know. change. Maybe I'll change the intro up altogether and just do something totally different starting next week. What do you think? That'd huh. be nice. That'd be nice. Oh. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> I gotta I gotta catch my breath. You talk. Okay. Oh. Welcome, oh. everyone, to another yeah. exciting episode, as you can oh. see, to uh, of Tales from the Crypts. This uh, week, oh, it's I just Mike, and I shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I you just tell vomited. Me to talk, <laughs> you tell Go me ahead. to talk, and then you just won't shut the fuck up. Go ahead. Thank Go you. Ahead. I'm <laughs> shutting up. Go ahead. Welcome <laughs> to another exciting edition of Tales from the Crypts. I am Cripple Cody. This is Michael Sankovich. Michael mm. J. His name is Michael J. <laughs> <laughs> Michael J. Already laughing and coughing and getting into <laughs> and snorting like a pig. On tonight's oh. episode, we have no guest with us, just us two. But that's all right. We got some interesting topics to get into tonight. I'm sure so. So, Mike, it is raining and storming at your place, huh? It is. I, I, I see the lightning out the window, and I hear the thunder, and it, it, it's scary. You know what's funny is um, it, it's better on your end than on my end because I actually have a fear of thunderstorms. I don't know if I've ever said that yet on the show. No. Yeah, I have a You're f- afraid? Yeah, Um, how do I explain it? It's... It's not the rain that, you know, that bothers me, obviously. It's uh, the sudden loudness of the thunder. You know, the lightning kind of stresses me out. And, you know, because I'm always thinking, like, well, what if that lightning hits me or my house or something? And, you know, and throughout my life, there's been a couple of times that lightning has struck relatively close to where I am. And, mm, No. But, uh. Yeah, no, so if that ever happened, if there's a thunderstorm during, like, one of our episodes, uh, yeah, you're going to see how stressed I get. You're probably going to hope that that's going to happen, but... I mean, that would be kind of um, good for the show, I think. But... Oh, okay. <laughs> so anyway, just me and Mike tonight. No yeah. special guests. No beautiful Berlia. No handicap Mike T, Mike Thompson, whatever the fuck. No, none of that shit. No. Uh, just us two. It's, 
Mm. Was there something? Was there something that we? Yeah. Well, in our last week's episode, we said we were going to talk about something tonight. Um. Shit, I have to go back to last week's. I think. Oh, um. It was. It was our love lives. We were going to talk. Yeah. About our love lives and, and right, right. The right. very few amount of women that. Uh, that you know that we've had in our lives. Um, Although I think you probably had had more than myself. Yeah, yeah, and we're we're about to get into all of that. Of why that is. Um, yeah. Do you want to go first, since your stories will probably be a lot shorter? Because I have a lot, um, a lot to describe uh, how my life, love life, started. I mean, I have I have things to describe, but. Um... I mean, you know, we can uh, we can uh, start with uh, oh, um, oh shit. Where do I begin? Mm. Um, all right. So I've been I've been single at this point for like close to eleven years. October will be eleven years. I, well, no, October will be eleven years since I've since I've had a woman in a sexual capacity. Are you ashamed of that? Um. Uh. Yes, because right now I'm 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 I I feel like I'm craving it as a drug addict uh, craves crack. You know, and I'm uh. How old are you, Mike? I am forty-one. Okay, so I'm I'm thirty-four. So you got a yeah. few, I'm not a, I'm not a full decade younger than you, but I'm what is that? Seven years, six, seven years. I'm I'm younger than you. Yeah, um, <laughs> in my thirties and Jesus, yeah. I thought my sexual peak was going to be in my twenties. Like you always think to yourself, well, your peak of everything is in your twenties. Right. But yeah. my sexual peak is now in my thirties. And what I mean by that is like, you're right. Like I crave it a lot. Like I, I crave the physical and sexual touch of a woman but I and I I've been wondering to myself for the past couple of years, like why, like what is it about my current life that you know makes me? Because ten years ago, mm. yeah, I thought about it from time to time, but I was so much more into the nerdy stuff that kept me happy in life. Don't get me wrong, I'm still into all that stuff. I've never stopped watching wrestling. I've never stopped watching horror movies. I still play video games, although just on a different level. Now, mm-hmm. um, when I was a kid in my teens and early twenties, I did a lot more, um, playing offline single player and, you know, just stuff like that. But now I'm more into online gaming. Um, I'm currently playing games such as mortal Kombat and a game called killing floor. And sometimes I'll play uh, pinball simulators too. Um, uh-huh. Back then, I don't know how to explain it. I think back then in my life, I I was so young that I I didn't feel like I was running out of time on anything. And I think that's the difference is like now I'm in my mid-30s and I am feeling like I'm running out of time. Um, so I'm anxious, you know, to get a woman. I'm anxious to experience these things that doesn't have exclusively to do with women, but um, I'm anxious to experience things that I feel like I deserve to experience in life, regardless of my disability. Um, Mm -hmm. 
By the way, if anyone can tell, this is probably going to be a much more of a serious episode. But a lot of our episodes, we joke around and say stupid shit. I say offensive shit. I don't know why I haven't gotten any hate mail from anyone just yet, all the stupid offensive shit I've said. But this episode is going to be a lot more uh, tamer. We're going to get uh, let people get to know us a little bit more on an intimate level. Uh, but, uh, you know, in my early 20s, I had a, um, a stomach surgery. I, I had something really gross going on with my stomach. It was called a fistula. And what that Ooh. means, <clears throat> have you heard of that? Um, I've, I've heard, heard of a fistula, fistula mm-hmm. but, but I've, I've always, always thought, thought they were in your asshole. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so when I was born, I had all kinds of complications. I, I technically died a couple of different times because I stopped the breathing when I was... You a, a did person. too? Mm-hmm. Did you? Awesome! <laughs> Is it a yeah. club? Well, yeah, I, I heard that I had um, died, and then how they would get me to breathe again is they would tickle my feet, and oh. that would get me to breathe yet again. Okay. <laughs> um... So I had all kinds of complications when I was a kid. I couldn't eat right. I I, I definitely stopped breathing a couple of different times. Um, There's all kinds of other complications. So one of the big concerns was that I wasn't eating. So they had to put a feeding tube in my stomach. Um, oh. Yeah. And there it was so chaotic from the, the bits and pieces that I put together from my mom telling me stories throughout my life and other people like my grandmother and my aunt and people like that. Um, I, uh, the feeding tube never got taken out properly when I was in the hospital. It, it, it I went home. I spent my, the first six months of my life in the hospital uh, because Ooh. of all the complications. And you got to think I was born in 86. And at that point, my disability that I have um, was so rare that uh, there was only two or three other kids uh, born with the same disability ever in Ohio at that time, from what I hear. Um, And uh, out of those other three, um, only one of them survived. The other two died, I believe. Um, Yeah. So what's that one black woman song? I'm a Oh, I thought you were going to say that the other people that died were black. and No, 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 no. Um, So so there was all these complications, yada, yada. I ended up going home six months after being in a hospital. I still had a feeding tube in. Well, at some point after I went home, maybe a couple of months later, um, from what I heard, the feeding tube fell out on its own. So and then I started I started eating normally like a normal baby. Well, and then all these years later in 2010, when I was 23, um, mm-hmm. the scar where the feeding tube was opened up and all of my stomach acid and whatever I would eat and drink or whatever would just seep out of my stomach. Mm. It, yeah, it was it was very embarrassing, very gross. Um, it, it was definitely it was emotion, a very an emotionally defeating situation. Um, Does this still occur? No, 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 no. I I got a surgery done to take care of it. Um, okay, good. So and and in, in 2010, I ended up getting a surgery. This was in the summer of 2010. I think it was mm. July. I got I got the surgery. Everything went well. Um, 
I enjoyed my stay in the hospital. I'm not sure if I said this yet on the show, but I love hospitals. Um, I don't know why I can't explain it. Like I like hospital food. I like the atmosphere. Um, yes, there's a lot of people sad and there's people dying there, but there's also a lot of people there that works there that are trying to help. Um, I don't know what it is. I just, I like hospitals. I like the atmosphere of a hospital. So um, the only miserable time that I had in the hospital was my very first day um, out of the surgery and recovery um, because I was in so much pain. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of pain. I never experienced um, a physical pain like that. It felt like, and it was this anyway, but it felt like I got cut open and survived, you know, like something out of a horror movie. And essentially, that, did, right? yeah. yeah, and essentially that is what they had to do. They had to open up my stomach so they could go in and, and patch up uh, what had opened up on the inside of me. Uh, and that was that. So my first day and night there, um, it was unbearable. I, I was crying nonstop. It was just very bad pain. But then the very next day, um, and this is because I, I don't uh, I don't drink or do drugs. Um, I don't really like the term straight edge, but I am close to that. So I, I don't do drugs. I don't have a high tolerance. I don't have a tolerance at all for drugs or, or pain medication or anything. So um, I w- by the very next day, I really wasn't in any pain, just unless I moved the wrong way or whatever. Um, my mother and one of my friends, uh, Rebecca stayed with me all five days while I was in the hospital. My friend Rebecca was living with me at the time. So she had to kind of live through all of that too. And before you ask or anyone ask, yes, I'm still close friends with Becca. She just lives in another state, uh, with her husband now. Hmm. Um, but anyway, I recovered from that surgery. I would say it only took to about September. So two months, uh, and I felt pretty much back to normal after my stomach surgery. But what happened was um, it changed my body. It uh, it slowed my metabolism down. I'm sure of it. It, it. That might sound crazy, but my metabolism slowed down right around that time. Um, and I ended up gaining all kinds of weight. Um, before the surgery, I was only around 115. And by September came around, I was close to like 150. And unfortunately, that has how it's been for the last 10, 11 years of my life as I've floated around 150. The good news about that, though, is I, I my weight has normalized, uh, you know, because in the last 10 years, I haven't gained any extra weight. I've always floated between 145, 150 for the last 10 years. Um, but anyway, so I get out of uh, I get out of the hospital recovery everything goes decent. I I don't need any of the pain medication. So my drug addicted mom asked if she could just either take them or sell them. I was like, fuck it. I don't care. (laughs) Whatever. Um, and this is the part where I'm going to put a little disclaimer on this because I'm going to be talking about females in my life that has, um, done things that he could, could get them in trouble or get bring legal trouble. So instead of saying any of their names, I'm just going to say the first letter of their name. Ah, uh, yeah. So I have a question, question, but you, you might, might answer, answer it in this part. part so we'll see. Oh, go. You want me to go ahead? Um. Yeah, because okay. then I'll see, and I might not have to ask the question okay. based on how you what you say. So, um. September 2010, I was fully uh, healed because, again, I was only in my early 20s. You know, I, I was still pretty young at that point. Um, 
I was talking with uh, my female friend. We'll just call her N. We'll just, that's that's what we'll call her. Just N. Uh, that's, uh, the first the first letter of her name. And uh, no, this isn't going to turn into any kind of racist joke or anything like that. We'll just call her N. Um, yeah. N was uh, an off and on female friend of mine since 2007, and there was a situation mm-hmm. where she found out that I liked her. You know, I had feelings for her, yada yada, and. Um, she never really, it wasn't a big priority of hers, obviously, because she was fucking all my friends. So fast forward back to 2010, I'm sitting in a car with N and, uh, you know, I'm, I've recovered from surgery. I'm, I'm giving her this, not, it's not a story. It's the truth. Um, what had happened was I gained all that extra weight. I've never weighed that much in my life up to that point. And certain things personally became very difficult. Masturbation was one of them. So ah. I would sit there and I'd complain to N about it quite a bit. And, uh, you know, there's this one day she came and picked me up and she's like, well, I am low on money. And uh, if you're trying to say that I owe you money from Halloween all those years ago, because what had happened, <clears throat> me and her tried. I wanted to throw a Halloween party. I know I'm jumping all over the place. Back in 2007, I tried to throw a Halloween party. I had... Uh, N hold on to my money, which was like a hundred dollars. She ended up losing it. I don't know whatever happened to it, whatever. <clears throat> and then around that time, me and her stopped talking. So, and then by the time my stomach surgery rolled around, me and her had kind of buried the hatchet, yada yada. We and then we're back to talking. So mm-hmm. we're sitting in the car. It's September 2010, <clears throat> and you know I'm sitting there complaining, you know, about you know the weight I've gained and you can't play with my penis no more and just all that shit and uh, one thing led to another and she ended up saying well if if you get off my back about that hundred dollars that i owe you from three four years ago she's like i'll finally just suck your dick i'll finally just mm-hmm. give you what you want and all that so i was like hey okay like just a hundred dollars but um <laughs> so i ended up getting a blowjob from her and in, in the back seat of her car and we, we, she's one of those people that she's got to have music on during. And I fucking hate that. I, I, I want nothing but pure silence because half the turn on for me is to hear our sounds, you know, yes, just yes. the sounds of two people clanking together, bumping uglies. And yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Like just all of those disgusting sounds. But anyway, <clears throat> it makes for a funny story because uh, I remember what song was playing while I was getting my dick sucked. It was uh, <clears throat> it was called You're Going Down by Sick Puppies. You ever heard that song? Um, I. It sounds familiar. It really does. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, so I had to listen to the radio, blah, blah, blah. Got my blowjob. That was all cool. Well, mind you, N was in a very serious marriage at that time. Uh, and so this was this was my first home wrecking experience back in 2010, 2010. I when the home wrecker Cody just was born. Anyway, um she didn't talk to me for a couple of weeks because she had to like uh cope. With what she like did. Come to terms with what she did. Yeah. yeah, come to terms with what come. she did. Exactly. Come. But anyway, uh, so then she finally gets a hold of me maybe three, three and a half weeks later. And right. she tells me, she goes, 
you know, I've been thinking we could, we could make it a bit of an agreement here. And, you know, I could make some money once a month, twice a month, and you could get, you know, what you want out of it. And at first I was thinking no fucking way. Like I, I'm not spending my money. You know, this was back before I knew how to manage my money. Even I think, I think I lost you, Mike. Are you still there? I'm here. Yep. Okay. Your video just popped out. Probably the store again, Mike's in a thunderstorm right now. So he, uh, his video and audio is going to pop out, pop in and out once in a while. Are you there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, here. that's my gimmick. You don't, you don't make faces in the camera. That's my gimmick. Anyway. Um, so at first I'm like, hell no, like I'm not doing anything like that. Um, and then actually in order to get some advice, I ended up calling Mike Thompson, our very first guest from a few ah. weeks ago. And I can't remember if he referenced this or talked about this at all on our episode that he was on, but he was the one that told me, said, look, what are you saving up your money for? Because at that time, I didn't have the foresight of knowing that I was eventually going to own my own home and that I was eventually going to like be taking care of everything financially. Right. So he told me, he said, why, why do you need to save up money? Just, just Spend the money you have and get women. This is the only way you're going to get women is by using your money. Mm-hmm. And he was right. You know, and he, he really was right. Um, so then after he said that, because, again, he's disabled. He, he has the same disability as you. He doesn't have the same disability as me. Um, but, you know, he struggles with women just like I do, obviously, because we're all disabled. And uh, so I thought about it for a couple of days and I called N back and I said, all right, let's let's do it. So from 2010 to mid 2011, I had a business relationship with N. <clears throat> then that came to an end because she ended up uh, getting together with this other guy who ended up becoming the father of her twins. Um, and that was fine. I liked him. He was a cool guy. He didn't really like me that much, but, um, breaking news. I don't need someone to like me in order for me to kind of like them as a human being. I, I just don't care really, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, but yeah, uh, I, so that was mid 2011. So that the our business relationship came to an end uh, at that point. Fine. So then I ended up getting a hold of this other uh, female that I had been friends with for years. We'll just call her B. <laughs> so, bitch. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's how I view her for the most part. So I was talking to B about it for a little bit, and it took her a while to get into the groove of that idea because at first she was all like, ah. Oh, Oh no, I'm not doing that. You know, like that type of shit. And then she finally gave into it. So long story short, off and on ever since 2012, I've been doing it off and on with B uh, off and on. It not, it's not like all like, you know, all the time or, you know, it's, it's kind of like an off and on type of thing. So then, you know, uh, basically in between uh, I get a couple other girls uh, to do it. One of the females, we'll just call her A. Um, and, and, well, let me tell you, in her, when she would do the job, it was an A plus job. Like she, she would do a great job. But and the Did great thing about her, her, oh, she could deep throat for sure. All right. She was also the first girl to ever lick my asshole too. Oh, now it begins. Mm-hmm. Now and it begins. Was, I believe this was. 
2016, 2017, something like that. Um, that was the first time I started with A. Um, but the, the interesting thing about A is uh, she was very open with her significant others and her boyfriends and all that. So she just told her boyfriend uh, you know, that she was, would do this with me off and on. And he was okay with it at the time, you know, he was like, yeah, sure. Go right on ahead. So that was awesome because there was not that stress. There wasn't that stress there anymore of, of, um, you know, can we get away with it? And can we, you know, can I do it without there being any trouble or anything like that? It was great. A was the best. A, if you're listening and you know who you are, if you're listening to this, you are the best. I want your fat ass back. She's very fat now, but hey, that's okay. It's more she was women. Not then I take it. Um, she was kind of bigger, but yeah, she was younger, so you know, not as many roles at that point. But ah, you know, she she well, the thing is, she she's only probably like around two thirty at this point, which is not terrible. I'm not trying to say that that's like the most terrible thing in the world, but the thing is, she's super short. So it, uh, it it looks not as great on her now because she's super short. I think she's only like five one or something like that. Um, whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is, I'd still fuck the shit out of her. Um, and and, and in all jokes aside, um, and, and again, like back when I was younger, I only wanted to check out the girls who were super skinny and you know the shit that you would only see in porn magazines and and models and shit like that but now it's like give me a little bit of thickness to those to these women you know like i kind of like it now um thicker women do it better in my opinion um so then in 2017 i met this girl and this is where the story gets interesting i met this girl we're just going to call her m uh yeah 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 um so I met M, and the, the, the situation with M was very different. I actually told an uncensored version of the story on the Sunday show that I was on. But I'll, oh, I'll did you really? Yeah, yeah. This was this is the show, the story that I told about, uh, you know, all that. But uh, for the sake of this show and the fact that we reach a wider audience, I'm pretty sure I'm going to uh, just continue to uh, give them just different names. So I met M. M was married also. But uh, M and I got to know each other on a different level. There was no business involved. She actually liked me, believe it or not. And she wasn't, and she wasn't disabled. She was a very normal uh, woman. Um, she, I mean, well, physically normal. She was a little mentally unstable. And plus, she was an ex-heroin addict, too. So uh, yeah. maybe that's the only type of women that would go after us. Mike is just drug addicts, you know? Like, maybe that's the type of women you should see if you can talk to. Like, ex-addicts, they might talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's possible. Toothless blowjob. Yeah. Um, I would love to have the teeth and have them bite right into my cock. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I... So anyway, I got emotionally caught up with M. And, oh, God. Um, yeah, no, I did. Uh, we started talking a lot on the phone, and we got to the point we started telling each other that we loved each other and yada, yada. And uh, and I did end up – I got a lot of nudes sent to I by, you know, by her. Uh, I got pictures of her butthole. Uh, pictures of whatever the fuck I told her I How wanted. How the fuck would she send you pictures of her ass? Because I can imagine – did she like 
point the camera and then like bend over and spread her cheeks and then you like literally saw up into her asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah, she didn't have wow. no help. Well, listen to this. This is fucking wild. At the time, she was 25 uh, when mm-hmm. I was getting to know her. Well, she had a sister that was only 16. And the very first batch of nudes that she sent me, her sister took those pictures of her. Her 16-year-old sister took these nudes of her. and That's bizarre. Exactly. Is that not bizarre? It is bizarre. That's bizarre. And I flat out asked her at that time. I said, do you and your sister have something going on? Like, what the fuck? You just get naked in front of each other and take provocative pictures? Like, what? I'm, I'm there. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, as long as her sister's a little mm-hmm. bit older, then I'm fine with it. Um, mm-hmm. So pretty much got whatever I wanted from her. Uh, she started really becoming demanding of a lot of my time. And the problem with that was she just wanted to keep me as an over-the-phone entity. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because she lived with her husband and her children, and she couldn't really get out of the house. Like, she was one of those women that didn't have no freedom. And, he, and to this day, nowadays, she has even less freedom. Like, because uh, I just reconnected with her at the end of last year, um, we only talked for maybe a month and a half again on the phone, and then her husband found out we were talking again, and he ended up making her uh, change her number, and she deleted her Facebook as well. That was I know that was I know that was his doing, right? So um, I ended up uh, back to 2017. I ended up just talking to her almost every day on the on the phone, and uh, I finally finally ended up figuring out a way to be around her or whatever. There was this situation where she ended up temporarily leaving her husband's house because they got into a huge fight. She went to her mother's, yada, yada. And it was one of those situations where he just went back to her crying and, I want you back. I want you back. And you tell me what to do. And I'm just going because I want you back. You know, that type of shit. I so, like, Let me talk to Cody. No, and you can have me no, back. No, so she was telling me about this this one day on the phone. And she's like, well, what do you think I should do? And I told her, I was like, listen, Tell him that one of the conditions that for mm-hmm. you to go back home is that you want your your crippled friend Cody to be allowed to come over and hang out with you guys. So yeah, she see? so she did, and uh, he said, "Fine, okay, he's crippled. Fuck it. What's he gonna do? You know? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I ended up doing a lot, motherfucker. We're gonna yeah, little does little does he know you're right. Now. We're gonna get to that shit right now." You're right a now. sly, you're a sly crippled motherfucker. Yeah. Sly crippled motherfucker. <laughs> you, go, little, you look like one of the little Muppets right there when he did that. That's my right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, Muppet. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, uh, I st- <laughs> you need a minute? No. <laughs> you just look like fucking that, 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 that one thing. And it's like a fucking beak for a mouth. You fucking have that expression. Like, holy fuck, I can... Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Am, I, am I seeing a little bit of hair on your head, Mike? Are you, are you, you got any uh, hair? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I shave it, but I do grow. You know, if I don't shave it, like, every two or three days, I do, you know, grow it. But the last time I shaved, 
I didn't shave with my electric. I shaved with my manual razor, and I kind of nicked my head up. So I'm giving it a few days to heal before I shave again. Oh, okay. And that's why yeah. I see a little bit extra hair on your head. Yeah, that's, that's probably why, unfortunately. Okay. So anyway, um, I started spending a night over there a couple of different times. We're, mm-hmm. we're now at the last quarter of 2017. So the first night I went over there to stay the night with him, it was right after my birthday. I think it was like November 18th uh, in, you know, in 2017. So I went over there and spent the night in November. I didn't allow anything to happen that night because it's like, motherfucker, I'm learning. I'm I'm filling out this this situation first, you know. Right. Um. I mean, I even jerked <laughs> off before I went over there that night because it's like, if I jerk off, I can think clearly, right? See that? Yeah. Now, see, but in my situation, just doing it once before you go over there isn't enough. Like, because once you're over there in that situation with the person you're going to need to do it again. Like you're not going to just be okay. Um, that free jerk off. You're going to need more. No, not, not for me. I, um, I'm the type of person that like, if I, if I jerk off, I'm done for the day. Like, you know, oh, no. and, and sometimes I even jerk off and I'm done for the next two or three days. Like I, I again, like I, sometimes my, and this was 2017. So I was just turning, uh, what 30 at this point so my sex drive uh, yeah. still was not very you know high up like i said my sex drive hasn't gotten sky high until i hit my early 30s and still to this day so um i went over there she got pissed drunk because she's an alcoholic as well and uh she tried a couple of different times to make a move on me and i told her i said not tonight like i i don't know this motherfucker like what's he he was a skateboarding type of nerd you know and uh, so, like, he didn't really strike me as the type of guy that, that would go off and try to hurt me or anything like that. But who knows? You know, um, nothing happened that night. Whatever. Um, and then. Did I spend the night over there in December? I cannot remember. I spent I spent the night over there three times. It was November. And then I think it was December. And then I didn't end up going back and staying the night again until early February. So December, I let a little bit more happen. Uh, we made out. And it was the, what's funny about that night was she had lipstick on. She had him go get a beer for her at like 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, which is like at the tail end of when you could buy alcohol where they lived. Um and uh, well, while he was gone, we just – and it was so funny. I almost pissed her off big time. So quick little side story. Yeah. I started – around that time, I started getting into a, 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 a Japanese band called Baby Metal. They're all – Oh, yeah. They're all female. Yeah, you know because you played a couple of their songs for me on past episodes of other shows that I've been on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still like baby metal, you know, and, and I don't think their music hits quite as good as it used to, but I, I still like them. Um, so I also and openly would admit that I had a crush on the lead singer, Sue metal. And by this mm-hmm. point she was legal. She was like 18, 19. So whatever. didn't really matter. Um, so M would get very, very frustrated and jealous that I would have a crush on, on this girl, this this pop star, this Japanese 
metal, like, you know, this, you know, like she would just get all jealous. So, and I, I never understood it. Like, what are you upset about? Like, it's a fucking, it's a waifu situation, you know, like right. it's, it's not real. Right. So <clears throat> back to the night in December, I think it was, uh, we're sitting in her living room, her husband's gone and we're sitting on YouTube and she's thinking, in her mind, she's thinking, well, I want to put on some music so that I can make this a little bit more, like, intimate or whatever. Because she's another one of those people that needs music. What I don't know what the fuck it is with these bitches that need music. Right. But, um, so she asked me, she goes, well, what do you want to listen to? And I instinctively said baby metal. And she got fucking pissed. She threw down the remote on the floor and she goes, well, I see how it is. She goes, how dare you bring her up in my home? How dare you? And I'm like, what? What? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So I told her, I was like, look, don't do this childish shit right now. I'm here. We're alone. We have a few minutes left to be alone. Like, don't do this. And I, I, I said, come here. You know, and I just grabbed her. And I was like, mm, um. you kissed her. I take it. Yeah, I yeah, I because at this point it's like because we had been talking since. So did you do that sloppy kiss, or is that just your interpretation of it? No, that was just for a joke. I know I just grabbed ah. her and closed lip kissed her, uh, which I knew she wanted it. Um, so yeah, and then like she, and then after I kissed her once, then she just grabbed a hold of me and we just made out for a couple of minutes. But the funny mm-hmm. thing about that is, again, she had lipstick on, so and then. And then, like, as we're making out, we hear her husband pull back into the driveway. So then we we break apart. And then it hits me in my head. I'm thinking, like, oh, shit, I best not have her lipstick on my mouth. Like, how do you explain that one, you know? Right. Uh, But luckily. I stopped breathing, and she gave me, she resuscitated me. Yeah. Um, So, uh. And I'm, I mean, all kinds of shit's going through my head. My heart's pounding like crazy because I'm thinking, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't, I don't know what to do if he comes in and sees lipstick on my face. Well, luckily for me, she was smart enough to not have lipstick on that would that comes off like that. So that's good. Um, so that was it for the end of that night. We just all hung out for a little bit. Them two got into an argument as usual, and then uh, he went to bed. And then she actually fell asleep on the floor next to me, and I slept on the couch. So that was kind of funny. Like, I get to sleep on a couch, and you get to sleep on the floor. Whatever. Um, And then a couple of months went by, and then in early February, uh, I was about to go spend the night with her. And then we had this conversation on the phone, and I was like, look, we're doing this tonight. We are fucking doing it tonight. Um, So we made a plan, and the plan went smoothly like i told her i said you know i'm coming over on a, on a night that he has to work because you know he was a landscaper he had to go to work at like two in the morning you know two two thirty in the morning whatever so i told her it's like we just all hang out everything's cool and just you know don't uh don't do anything stupid until after he leaves you know that type of shit um so everything went fine we just hung out we were all friends and to the end of the night and then he gets up two in the morning, leaves for work. And I'm telling you, as soon as he was gone and I told her, I was like, I'm turning off the TV for two reasons. For one, I don't want to hear no fucking music going. I want it to be silent. And for two, 
we got to listen for if for some reason, if he comes back, you know, yeah. like, so uh, that's that. Uh, I didn't fuck her because the only way I can fuck is um, by me laying flat on my back and the girl gets on top of me uh, and just, you know, go bounces up and down on me. I can't. Yeah, I, that's the best. Well, it is, but I didn't want to do that because, again, she was drunk. She had already told me a couple of different times she wanted more kids, and I wasn't about to be the one to give it to her. So I just gave her the old kids right down the throat. Ah. So, you know, I got her naked. Yeah, but you could have worked on them. I could have, but I was too cheap to get any, so. Yeah, but then she could have gotten them. Yeah, but again, like, where would we hit him? And like, you know, for him not to find it because she can't hide anything on her without him wanting to check through all her pockets. So it was just too, it was just too risky. Uh, yeah. So uh, he uh, he stayed gone the entire night, <clears throat> and then uh, we fucked around. I went down on her, and then she went down on me. It took her forever to get me off, and I think that was just because I was nervous. You know, I was mm-hmm. in this, I was in this dude's house. And I was basically having sex with his wife. And, you know, to me, it was just kind of nerve-wracking. But she got me off. I blew my load in her mouth. She swallowed, and then she washed it down with a swig of beer. All right. Yeah. Um, And then I made the mistake of, like, not cuddling with her afterwards. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, like, okay, she's going to immediately feel guilty after what we do. So I should probably give her space. Well, that wasn't mm-hmm. the right thing. That wasn't the right thing to do. She hated. She hated that I stayed uh, away from her and that I like was giving her a certain space. She wanted me right next to her, and I didn't know that in the moment. So she got all pissed off and stormed up to bed or whatever. And I'm thinking, like, fuck it, I don't care. I got what I wanted, and I'm going mm-hmm. to sleep now. So right. uh, I went to sleep. And, you know, we get up the next day and all that shit. And um, as soon as he's walking away and going outside and playing with their stupid half-retarded little children, she started saying to me, like, you bamboozled me last night. You bamboozled me. And I'm like, what the – first of all, why are you using that stupid fucking word? And second Mm -hmm. of all, no, I didn't. Like, we did what we said we were going to do. And I told her, I was like, the reason why I kind of gave you space last night is because you told me in the past that you feel guilty about doing stuff like this. So I I thought that was the right thing to do. So, uh, and ever since, and and ever since that day, I never bounced back with her after that, because then after that, she did feel super guilty. And then she stopped talking to me. Like she Mm -hmm. completely stopped calling me and just all of that. So it just, I got, you know, got to do shit with her one time in her house, in her husband's house, I should say. Um, and that was that. Like, you know, she called me a couple of times more that year because this was, again, this was early 2018. I think I only heard from her on the phone maybe two or three more times that whole year. Um, mm-hmm. And then by the end of 2018, I just wrote her this long fucking message and I was like, that's it. Yeah, I, I, I've been wondering for the last like 10 months, where have you been and what the fuck is going on with us? But apparently we're done and through, so I'm not going to wait around anymore. So I fucking, that's it. I blocked her. I blocked her number for a little while. Like, cause I just needed this. I need to like, uh, just a break away from that shit. Right, right. Um, so again, this was, you know, early 20, that was late 2018. Uh, and then ever since then, 2019, 2020, 2021, up until now, I'm just doing business stuff, you know, with, you know, girls off and on 
with either B or A or whatever, you know, just that, that so that's how it goes now. Um, I met, I met a, a brand new girl uh, uh, at the beginning of this year, thanks to one of my nurses. We'll just call her Z. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, we'll call her Z. <clears throat> um, and she's fantastic. Like, I, I'm not close friends with her like I was with, the, you know, the others. But, uh, you know, hey, she's young and she's very good looking. And, oh, boy, she can suck the soul out your cock. So, uh, yep. So, uh, off and on, been doing business with a couple of different girls here and there. And that's pretty much it. So, that's the story of my love life. It's uh, not that complicated. There was not that much drama. And I didn't get beat to death with a skateboard by a fucking skateboarding nerd because he, he never found out that I fucked his wife. So, that's that. You're welcome. You are welcome. You're all very welcome. You're alive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to do something with the banner, but it didn't work the way I wanted it to. Fuck you. Yeah, I, I see. Okay. <clears throat> God, where's Rob Mahoney when you need him? Why isn't he? <laughs> God damn it. The Saturday uh, nights not work for him. By the way, thank you guys all for joining us on this Saturday night. We have switched nights basically due to it being easier for my schedule. And let's be honest, this show would be nothing without me. Exactly. So, <laughs> the Ooh. fuck is that thing? Mm, I don't fucking know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so, yeah, that was my story. Mike, it's your turn. Let's Let's hear... How did you get your first girlfriend? And uh, let's talk about all your wild sexcapade stories and whatever the fuck else. Okay. Well, um, as many of you may or may not know, I do. Oh, here we go. Sorry, you just go back and you just look like you're like fucking getting ready to fucking like present yourself into this fucking fucking like. <laughs> there he goes! There he goes! There he goes! You look like you're gonna like just break it up all the way back. Holy fucking doing that! I don't know how you're doing that. That's great. That's great. Oh boy. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so here's the deal um as many of you may or may not know i do make um shitty films and i have since i was eight years old um so uh, you want to find out how i met this person yeah this is the the yeah, this is the born again chick. Okay. She was uh mutual friends with um uh with one of uh my friends who I've known since I was like maybe uh since I moved I guess since I was like 8 years old. And then he well he ended up getting engaged to some woman and they were together for like fucking five and a half years and that's how this other person came into my life because I guess she was friendly with his fiance or some shit. So um, she always thought that it was cool that I made my own films and blah, 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 you know, all that 
stupid shit that women say, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously, uh, I was working on a script for something and I wrote a part, um, and I had tried like, oh fuck, I didn't really write it for her. I wrote it and I was going to have somebody else play it. Um, actually it was a girl that I asked to my senior prom, but she turned me down. And uh, she obviously didn't end up taking. Well, exactly. Um, She was a junior, and and I was a senior in high school. Uh, She was actually in one of my one of my. uh, She was a love interest in one of my films. That's actually on YouTube. Couldn't make her a love interest in real life, so you made her a love interest in one of your movies, huh? Well, no. Well, and that's the thing. Well, that's how I got kind of like attracted to her. I was working with her on this movie and like the more that i was like working with her i just uh became attracted to her and i was like hmm i was like you know this this is um interesting but obviously like i said it didn't work out um so i was working on this other thing and uh i couldn't find anybody to play this part and obviously it was my uh love interest in that movie too and i couldn't find anybody to play the part and uh i had wanted um this um this this woman we'll call her born again uh just because that's what she was she was a born again um and uh you know so she uh so she agreed you know she wanted to come on and do it and all this stuff and whatever um but of course because she was a born again she was Again, saying any sort of language whatsoever, anything like that. She didn't want anything. Like, she's like, I can't curse, can't do this, can't do that, blah, blah, blah. But she was telling you you couldn't do any of that too? No, no. Well, this is before any, like, this is like when we were first starting to become friendly. You know, she said she'd be in the movie, she'd play the part, but she couldn't curse. She couldn't have any, like, sex scenes or anything like that. And couldn't do that because, you know, God and wouldn't approve and that's just how that is wouldn't work out whatever uh now if you watch the movie which is also on YouTube uh she I won't I'm sure you won't um she um went off script numerous times uh there was one scene where I didn't have it written this way but she went off on a fucking cursing fucking tirade where every other word out of her mouth was, you killed my fucking boyfriend and my baby's father, you fucker, you fuck. Die, die, go to hell, go to hell. And I'm like, I'm like, and she said she did not want to use any language and listen to that fucking mouth on that dirty fucking girl. You know. Right. Uh, and she she was dirty, but we'll get to that later. Okay. Um, so... There goes the Muppet again. So then, um, okay. So, um, as I realize I look, the- I look the norm, most normal like this. Yes. Hi, everybody. Yeah. I'm, I'm normal Cody, and this <laughs> normal cripple. No, this is Tales from the Normals. Tales from the Normals. That's it. That's great. Tales from the Norms. Um, Tales from the Norms. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so as we're working on this thing, cause I guess I, um, I was shooting that thing from 
May of 98, and I think we wrapped, like, the end of July. I think July 31st, 98. And I was kind of, like, getting attracted to her as we were, like, going on. So my friend's like, well, why don't you ask her out? And I said, well, here's the thing. I said, if I ask her out and she says no, I said, this whole thing is going to just be awkward. And I'm not going to be able to finish the the film because it'll just be awkward. And so she just, you know, it, it won't work out. So I said, I'll ask her um, after we're done. So uh, we finished in July. Yeah, so we finished in July, like July 31st. So uh, my parents were on vacation um august and then that night yeah july 31st that night i had people over to my house <laughs> you're funny as fucker <laughs> i had people Go over on. to my house that were in there and we had like um a premiere party type thing with mm-hmm. people that were in there so it was just because it was just me home alone for a few days um so i decided after the thing was over um I would have my friend talk to her because I was afraid to do it. So, um, oh yeah, I made a video asking her if she would go out with me. You made a video? And I made a video because I was afraid to do it like to her face. I wish I still had that video. I would play it here. You'd probably laugh your ass off at it. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I don't think we have it anymore, though. Um, actually, I have to ask. Maybe he does still have it somewhere in storage. I'll have to find out. Um, so, and then she also made a video response. And I remember watching the video response. I guess it was like maybe two days after I, I made my thing. And she said that she'd be interested. So we ended up going out. Um uh and you know we were just like dating on and off for a while we would just go whatever that was great um and then we ended up finally making official um in november of 98 and then like i said she was against god i mean she wasn't against god she was like against like uh, premarital sex all that stuff didn't want to do any of that so you know but we would still make out like every once in a while and fool around and she would wait wait it describe fool around like um well like we would be at the mutual friend's house and we would be kind of like um in their room and they would be we'd be like watching a movie or something and during the movie we would start making out and they would just be you know watching whatever and we would just be making out or whatever dude i fucking i fucking whip her tits out and all and for you know with these people in the room i would just be like you know going to town at it and uh you basically just got the second base basically basically okay so now she did have a kid from previous marriage the husband was a real deadbeat though he just was not there for the kid at all. He basically abandoned her and the kid. Um, so she ended up living at home with her parents and her 
brother, who I think was a few years older than she was. But um, so the parents would take the, the kid like camping in the summers and the spring and all that stuff for weekends. Because uh, they had like a little pop-up camper, so they'd do that and all that shit. So I guess this was maybe, I want to say we started, we started uh, dating November of 98. So this was maybe like July of 99. No, August. August 6th of 99. It was a Sunday night. Uh, her parents were gone with the kid for the weekend. So we, of course, we had the house to ourselves. Her brother was out with his girlfriend or whatever. So we were home in her parents' place by ourselves. Uh, we go into her room. We're laying in the bed, you know, making out all that stuff. And she says, like, you know, she wants me. And I'm like, um, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what to, what, what to expect because nobody's ever, like, done that before with me so I'm like hmm okay I'm like but you you know you you don't you didn't want to do that before marriage she's like oh well I went and I I bought I bought a box of condoms and I uh I I I just I I think it's time I I think we need to it's time yeah and I'm like um okay so she goes to the drawer she takes the box out she takes out whatever She puts the thing on, and then, like, she's trying to figure out, like, the logistics of how we're going to do it. So, so we're trying, like, different positions, and, like, she has the light off, so we're, like, dark. And, uh, so she's, like, um, uh, what was it? She, I, I think we started out where, like, she was on her back. And I kind of like got on top, but I had a kind of a difficult time holding myself up. Uh, I think I fell on top of her like once or twice and that kind of hurt because I like slammed myself down on top of her. She didn't like that too much. Um, and, and then, so then after that, she's like, so she wanted to try to like do the thing where like she would get on top of me. She said oh. that worked. She said, oh, well, thanks for giving me breast can- cancer out already. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but here, here's the thing. And I don't know what kind of, like, condom she bought. But whatever she bought, they were, like, the thickest motherfucking things. Because I felt no sensation. What's, like, I felt nothing. Mm. And she's literally on top going at it. And we're, and it's, it's going on, like, 45 minutes. And every fucking, like, two minutes, after it gets to be about, like, 30, 35 minutes, she's like, did you, did you come yet? I said, no. She's like, did you come yet? I said, I, I don't feel anything. She's like, am I just not doing it right? And she starts, like, and she had fucking this, this, this um, slow rock station, B101, had, like, a, a, a love a doctor love show or love therapist show that they had on like every weekend starting at like fucking maybe 10 PM, like 1 AM or something. And she'd like, listen to that. So I remember like, she's fucking on top, like riding me. And all I hear is this fucking love therapist fucking talking to fucking 
couples and giving love dedications and I'm just like sitting there trying to fucking you know feeling fucking nothing but she's like you know whatever like bouncing up and down and I'm just like sitting there and she's like every are you are, are you close yet what's going on is this happening what's what's going on I'm like, I don't yeah I'm like you don't understand I don't feel anything I don't feel it and she's like are you I don't feel and I you know so finally she's like I, I don't know what to do and I'm like, I, I don't know what to do either. So she fucking just gets stop. off and dude, so she gets off of me. And she's like, she's like, I feel so bad. I'm like, okay. She's like, why don't I give you a hand job? She's like, because I I, I feel so bad. A hand job? <laughs> Suck it. So, Suck it. So here's the thing. So she leaves the condom on. Oh my god. She leaves the condom on and she starts like jerking me off. And she, again, the fucking radio is still going. She's fucking going really hard at it. And I'm just, like, laying there, like, thinking to myself, please, God, let this be over. This is just so fucking, I I can't. Ah. So finally, about fucking, I guess it had to be about another 30, 40 minutes later, I finally, like, busted my nut in the condom 30 so 30 minutes and, you got and dude, that's, dude dude and wait and that's 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 the actual uh, the actual sex attempt lasted for like an hour to an hour and a half before that so you figure we did that for an hour and a half then she's giving me a hand job for 40 45 minutes and i finally you know come after that point okay so okay but and here's the thing now keep in mind i had the condom on okay as soon as i told her that i was coming she like pulled her hand away and like like she like like jumped away from from me like i was like diseased or contagious or something bitch you don't stop just because you oh my god so then, so then, so then, so then she turns the light on, okay? She, she takes the condom off. She fucking turns it over and holds it up to the fucking, her bedroom light and everything collects in the tip. And she holds up to the light like it's like a fucking science experiment or something. And she's like, wow, that's a lot. <laughs> and I'm like... I'm like, no, really, you think? And uh, she's, you know, so then we had a, uh, we had Burger King earlier that night for dinner. So she gets the Burger King bag, puts the condom in the Burger King bag, and then puts the Burger King bag in another bag, puts that bag in another bag, puts a robe on, goes out and takes the thing to the trash can. All you had to do was just throw the condom in the trash. Yeah, well, well, no, she couldn't do that. It needed to be, you know, um, it needed to be concealed. Yeah, exactly. So, so then, so that was the first. Who, who was in here then, with us right now? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm seeing who else runs the rabbitandredradio.com Facebook page. That. 
that story never ceases to disturb. So I'm wondering if that's Rhodes. I don't think it's it's I don't think it's Rob Mahoney because I don't believe Rob Mahoney knows that story. But uh, I, can't, I have a feeling it was. By the way, it, and you it's probably Rhodes. And by the way, Mike, you didn't even bother to tell me up and up until I figured out on my own. I can see. I all I got to do is click on the comments instead of the private chat, and then I can see the comments pop up, up immediately. And you yeah, good. Do that. I, yeah, I don't have do to that. wait for you. Yeah, I did do that, and that's how I saw yeah. the comment before you saw it. Yeah, because we we found that out when we were doing Rabbit and Red this past week with with normal Cody. But he figured that out, I think. Yeah, it's it's way um, better than waiting for you to put it up on the screen. That's for goddamn yeah. sure. Well, Viewer, you should put it up on the screen. Viewer, reveal yourself now. I don't think he's on anymore because now I see zero. Oh. Um, but we did get a few laugh faces, so somebody thought it was funny. Um, so that he, whoever that was, that said that they're right. That is a disturbing story, and not disturbing on your part, disturbing on hers. What? Oh well, there, there's, there's, there's. I mean, that that was the first encounter, and then now keep in mind, like I said, she's very religious, and I never. Okay, let's put it this way. Um. I made her think that I was saved. I made her think that I was saved and accepted the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you how I did that. Do you want to know how I did that? Yes. All right. All right. So I would go to this church with her and they would sit there, they'd read the Bible and the pastor would just be this dude in a fucking Hawaiian shirt. I shit you not. He'd just be in a, in a Hawaiian shirt and they'd read the Bible you know, fags, gays, you're going to hell, blah, 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 whatever, you know. Uh-huh. And the whole time, like, people would be, like, singing, and, like, they'd, they'd stand. And everybody in that church, I swear to God, they stand, and every time they stand, they put their fucking arms up and their hands up, like, you know, like, as opposed, like, they're shrugging their shoulders, like, saying, like, what the fuck are you talking about, or what the fuck is this, you know, whatever, that's what I always thought. And, like, the whole time that they're, like, you know, reading the Bible and studying the Bible, I would just sit there and I would like, I would close my eyes. And I think she thought that I was focusing on like what they were like trying to study or teach or whatever. But instead I would sit there with my eyes closed and I would be like, Donald is good. Halloween is great. Donald is good. Halloween is great. And I would just like repeat that to myself for the entire church thing so i would meditate on that as they're studying jesus stuff i can't remember if i've ever been saved before i don't think i have been i think i don't mean to derail your story but i it made me think of how uh when we were in our teens we used to go to this one church and to us Mm -hmm. we were on our all in our late teens. And when I say us, it was just my group of friends and me. There was no business partners involved or anything like that. But my friends and I, we just were going to this church just for a hangout place. Because at that time, we couldn't really go anywhere else for a hangout place, maybe except for the roller rink at night right. on the weekend. But other than that, like there was no nothing else to do other than go to church. Looking back mm-hmm. on it, it was so fucking stupid. I, I hated it. I, I've never believed in any of that shit. I, I probably never will. I don't right. currently, you know. And um, it got so bad in this place that – because I think what it was is I think 
the people who ran the church didn't really like us because mm-hmm. we were completely different from the crowd. You know, the, the crowd that would go in there would be normally elderly people or middle-aged married couples. But here we were teens something, you know, late teens. Um, and we didn't care what was going on. And I think they caught on to that. So there's this one day that the pastor was up there talking and he was just going on and on about how there's people with us tonight that needs to come forward mm-hmm. and do the right thing and mm-hmm. get, you know, just all that shit. And a lot of the, my friends, they fell for it. Like they, they gave in to the pressure and they walked up there. And then I just, I told them, said, nope, leave me right here. Cause I ain't doing it. Well, well, so so here's what I did, and, and this is how desperate they are to have people get saved. They're so fucking gullible that they will believe anything that you say. All right, because here's that at the end of each service, they did this thing called an altar call, where they said, "Now, now, you know, who's going to come down here and be saved? Make your way down here, and we'll give you a Bible. We'll give you this. We'll give you that." But then here's here's my out, buddy. Here's my out. They said, now if you're disabled, as long, if you're in your seat and you feel the power of God and you 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 want to be, the, you know, there, then just say this sinner's prayer, and you will be saved. So I fucking literally, I I closed my I dude. This is probably the best acting I've ever done in my fucking life. I closed my eyes. Better than you. Just like you know, whatever. whatever. So then at the end of it, like at the end of the prayer, when they're like, you know, they said good night and they, you know, whatever they ended it. I turned to her and I looked at her and I said, I accepted Jesus Christ. And dude, I shit you not, she literally started crying, and she was like so happy. Dude, she was so happy. And I did nothing. I literally did nothing. I literally was just standing there with my eyes closed. And she believed. You know. I can't st- I can't fucking stand religious people. I really can't. It's like they're so delusional to the point where they, they and and they're insecure about their delusions and they they yeah. want all of us to buy into their bullshit too. And, yeah, and the thing is they use all that shit. They use that religion as as a crutch for themselves like they're the true disabled people because they use that as their crutch like they use that as 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 um as a way to help them deal with their alcoholism or their you know where they would expect us to succumb to that because they they feel that we're so weak that we need that support or something and that's why you know and right. that, that's the whole thing. Right. Now, now, keep in mind that that was, okay, but that was before we had sex, obviously. That was that was before we had sex. That was maybe <coughs> three months. That was after, like three months after we started dating. Bless you. I don't know oh, if that's a cough or sneeze. No, or that, was, that was a sneeze. Ah, wonderful. Yeah, um, well, coming for a couple of minutes there. I was waiting for it to come out. Did I ever so, tell you that I think a sneeze is that your nose having an orgasm? Really? Yeah, because wow, then. if you really think about it, it's similar. Your nose, you get this like tingling, really kind of good tingling sensation coming up in your nose, and you're like, okay, I'm right. ready for it to come. And then once it comes, you can't <laughs> stop it. Oh, God. Yep. 
come out of that nose motherfucker yes and i got a big nose too so yeah nice sneeze. Um, i sneeze like a fucking wild coyote or something too so but i didn't so that okay so after that first sexual encounter with her um and i really only the the, the second because I'll, I'll just say this we were together for five and a half years and in that five and a half years, we had sex five times. Wow. Um, after, well, so like once after, a year. Uh, yeah, if I was lucky. And after, all right, so after that, that was August of 99, right? I was still 19. I was 19 and she was 23, I think. So... But after that was done, like she got really distant for like a few days or a week. She got really distant because she felt so bad. When like, you guys had sex, you mean? Yeah, after that first time, she got distant. She's like, I, I, I feel so bad. I kept like, I just, I'm, I'm sorry we haven't talked for like the past two, two and a half weeks. Um, I just started reading my Bible really heavily and started to reflect upon like what we did and. You know, I had to ask God for forgiveness because, oh you know, God. we're not supposed to do this outside of marriage. And I said, well, again, I said, you were the one that went out and bought the condoms. You were the one that wanted to do it. I said, I'm perfectly fine. You should have told her. You should have told her, well, technically, we kind of didn't do it because I didn't feel a fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, well. So the, 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 the next encounter was a little different. Um, so that was August 6th of 99. Okay. So I was still 19. My birthday um, was September 26, 99. I was 20. Okay, it was my 20th birthday. I, I love how you said your birthday was September. It's like your birthday's <laughs> not in September anymore. And well, no, it, it no, it's it's obviously in September, but you know. So, but I'm saying like from that encounter, like it was just a little over a month. Okay, so what happened was. She came to my house because obviously I was driving at this point. So she did all the driving in the relationship. So it was a Sunday. She skipped church. Her parents went with the kid to church, and she, uh, we went to IHOP for breakfast. Um, so we're sitting there, nice normal breakfast, having a nice normal conversation. You know, it's my birthday, and she says to me, like, as breakfast is finishing up, she says. Um, how would you uh, feel if I told you that I got us a hotel room and, uh, you know, we're, we're gonna, like, go there? I'm like, um, I'm okay with that. She's like, okay, so we're gonna go. So we get in the car, we drive to the place. We go into this, so we go into this room, and the room is supposed to have, like, fucking... Uh, hot tub in it. So we get into the hot tub. Um, the water's all funky. And we're in the fucking hot tub. And the fucking ceiling is falling down. But we're still kind of like trying to, you know, get it on in the hot tub. Um, it it just it it's really you know just bad. So we decide after about 
um, a good 15 or 20 minutes making out and the ceiling continuing to fall down, that it's not going to work in there. Oh, like fucking ceiling, like drywall and all that stuff was like falling right into What's the Was falling, yes. Wow. Yes. So we get out. And I'm surprised. To, I'm surprised she didn't sit there and say, "Well, this is a sign from God that we shouldn't be doing this." No, no. Well, I think I think she was too. I, I think she was horny at the time, and she just wanted to get off. So that's probably why. So, um, so we get out, we go to the bed, and she actually went and she bought a fucking like teddy, like a lingerie thing, because she goes and she puts it on. Like, as she's getting into the bed. So, she's like, um, uh, so we decided to do something different this time. Uh, uh, we started out with, um, my, uh, what the hell was it that we did? We, um, yeah, we started out with, with me, um, kind of, like, going behind, like, doing doggy style with her. Mm-hmm. And um, I almost, and the condoms he bought this time were a little thinner, so I actually did feel something this time. Good. Um, the Good. problem is, though, when I was on my knees and I was going in, or going to go in, uh, <laughs> I almost stuck it in her ass. Because, like, it started to go in, and she's like, oh, oh, wrong hole, wrong hole. Wrong and I'm hole. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's an exit only, mister. <laughs> uh, yeah, and her being born again, she definitely wouldn't be, you know, for that full type of play, I'm sure. So uh, so then we ended up, uh, how, how did it finally, I, I think, yeah, that one didn't take, you know, a lot of time. Um, I know that uh, after, uh, so afterwards, like, I ended up leaving the condom on, like, and we were cuddling afterwards because I'm a big like cuddler and like affection and all that shit. So I was like, you know, that's what we were trying to do after that point. And we ended up both falling asleep and uh, like we woke up and she realized she was like, Oh my God, we've been here for like so long. My parents are going to wonder where I am. So she started freaking out again and uh, we didn't do it for maybe whew, over a year after that point. Um, cause she was like really just like against it. Um, where do you think was, she is in life right now? Oh, I, uh, well, I knew where she was for a while because, like, what, okay, so we were together from November 98 to um, June, like, actually, no, in like May of 90, May of 04, she had a nervous breakdown and ended up in a psych ward. And surprised. then we ended up, then um, June 6th of 2004, um, I, uh, I went, uh, she left a bag, or no, her dad left a duffel bag on my front steps of things that I left um, at her house. And there was like a note inside uh, where she basically broke up with me because she said like mentally she just couldn't deal with things and she wasn't like stable 
mentally and she just couldn't be in a relationship because she had to like get her life together and get herself together and all this other shit. So wait, um, so you and her haven't actually seen each other in a while, but then she finally actually like uh, officially broke up with you. Uh, well, we, yeah, we didn't see each other for, and the thing is, dude, I didn't even, when she was in, when she had the nervous breakdown and she was in the psych ward for two weeks, I didn't even know that she was in a psych ward. I would call her, her parents house and I would talk to her mother and her mother wouldn't tell me where she was. Like, she would just be like, well, she's, you know, she just can't talk to you right now. And I just finally like came out and I said, you know, something is going on. So that's when our mother's like, well, she had a breakdown and she's in, a, she's in, you know, a hospital, but you can't talk to her because, you know, she's, she's, she's not well and blah, 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 blah. Dude, I ended up, I called that fucking hospital and I had them fucking transfer me to whatever ward she was on and fucking she answered the phone. You know, they're not really, I don't think you're supposed to call people like that or they're not supposed to put those calls through, but they put my call through and she fucking answered it. And dude, she was a blubbering fucking mess on that phone. She was like a fucking mess. And I knew at that point, I was like, you know, this, this, this isn't going to end well. Cause I just knew that she was fucked up. Um, and the sad thing is, I was really close with her son because, like I said, I, you know, his father kind of like abandoned him. So I was kind of like an influence for him. And I guess he kind of looked at me as a father figure. I would get Father's Day cards from the, you know, from the kid saying, you're like a dad to me and all this shit like that. It was oh, very, oh, God. oh, my God. It was, it was, it was something, you know? So, and then, so. Uh, June 6, 2004 was the, the end. And, uh, we ended up reconnecting, I guess in 2008 for, uh, I guess about a month. And I realized she was still just as fucked up as she was before. So I ended that. And then, uh, we got back together in 2010 right around the start of Rabbit and Red. Um, you got back together to, for a little bit? Yeah, right around the start of Rabbit and Red, we got back together because there, there was actually, because she used to listen to Rabbit and Red when we would do it live on Block Talk Radio. And she actually called in on uh, one of the shows and, uh, you know, was talking to Vince, I think it was, on the show. Um... um and stuff like that. But uh and then I was together with her for maybe another two months in two thousand and ten and I realized she was still fucked up and I'm like, you know what? I just can't do it and I fucking broke it off with her again. Yeah, and, well, uh, did she, what was cause she had to have asked you like what's wrong? Is there something wrong with me? Like what'd you tell her? What Well Well, the time in two thousand and ten when we kinda like you know, when I kinda ended it. I kind of like did the ghosting thing where I just stopped talking to her altogether. Um, and I think she just got pissed. 
And but I, I was just done with it, dude. I just was done with it. Fucking pussy. Why? <laughs> I I hate it when people go. I like if I don't want to talk to someone anymore, I just have the guts to tell them like I don't want to talk to you no more. Uh, well, I did that in 2008. 2010, I was, you know, 31. We're going to oh. be 31. I just was like, you know. So you, so okay, so you did tell her at one point, a couple of years before that, you were done. And then, okay. Yeah, I was done. And then we got back together in 2010 for like another two months. And I realized that after two months, you know, in 2010, I'm like, she still hasn't changed. She's still fucked up. And I'm just like, I can't. I can't do it, you know? And, uh, you know, that was that pretty much. Um, yeah, that was the end of that. And then we, uh, I haven't talked to her since, but the thing is, uh, in 2013 or 14, because we were still friends on Facebook, although we never really, you know, talked after that point, we we're still friends on Facebook. Uh, she did end up getting married, apparently, again, to some guy that she met from one of her, I guess, that was friends with her parents. Uh, he was also a born-again, like a real born-again, so I think that's how they ended up getting together. And they were married. I don't know if they're still married, though, because uh, just for fucking shits and giggles, um, about a year ago. I looked her up, and she's not on Facebook anymore, but apparently from some digging that I did, I think she's back at home living with her parents, so. Wow, so basically both of your lives is kind of the same now. Yeah, I mean, mm, yeah, but she's she's probably still um, mentally fucked up. Um, at least I like to think so. There so, so there was a part of your story that made me uh, think of a question. I don't think I've ever asked you. Have you ever legitimately thought about wanting kids? I did. Um, when I was younger. Like, okay. When we were together um, for that five and a half year stretch from 98 to 2004, we had talked about it. Um, you know, the possibility of getting married. Um Dude, because you think what I did, I went to, um, you know, because she had the kid. So I figured if we're going to get married, I have to have a stable life. You know what I mean? I have to have some stability. I have to have, um, you know, financial stability, all this other shit, if I'm going to, like, start a family with her. So I actually went to a... Uh, computer school, like a trade school, and I ended up getting an associate's degree. Well, the associate's degree is in specialized technology, but it deals with like computer networking and computer programming. And let's put it this way, dude I fucking hated computer programming. I fucking could not stand it, but I did it because I figured, you know what? It's a good paying job. And if I get something like that, then I'll be able to support her and the kid. And if we have any other kids, then there you go. Um, Big dreams. Yeah. Big didn't work out. Yeah, it didn't work out, as you can see. Well, but, um, thank you for that spoiler. Yeah, right. But uh, 
um, yeah, but we did think about it. Um, we talked about it. And she said to me, she's like, now, if we have kids, are, are the kids going to have cerebral palsy? And I told her, I said, it's not genetic. I said, you can't. I'm like, I can't pass it to you and then you pass it to them. That's just not how this works. You know, it's not like an AIDS type thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, but we... Uh, now, can you yeah. imagine, what if you and her did accidentally have kids and before you broke up in, in 04, you said? Uh, yeah. Where the fuck, oh, what do you think would have happened with that kid? Like, uh, would, would well, she... Well, let, let's put it this, uh, further on down the road, where I was with somebody else after her, and I almost did get that one pregnant. I came dangerously close with that one. Dangerously close. Okay. <laughs> Dang. I mean, dangerously close. Explain to us dangerously close. Like what? You came a little all right. bit Well, uh, all right. Well, let, let, let's say this. So, um, 2006, I started working at at the uh, this job in 2004. And I started dating one of my coworkers' daughters. We were together. This was June of 2006. This is when it started. And obviously, like I said, I was 20. I was like going to be 27. And she was like 20. Um, and see, I think that I was taking it more seriously as a relationship than she was. Um, you know, cause we would make out or whatever. And, uh, she was the first one that gave me a really, 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 really good blowjob. And dude, that was back in the days before I started like the manscaping thing. And I had like. <laughs> And I had like huge, like man bush down there. Manscaping? What is that? I don't. I've never shaved my balls ever. Well, yeah. And the thing is, I used to not either. And she fucking went down on there like a fucking champion. And she was just like, you know, best, the best at it. And she was actually like, holy fuck, dude! That was the first time that afterwards, she was all like, that was yummy. She said that was yummy? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. She said that was yummy. I'm like, really? I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, that's good. So it got to, because I was only with her for basically, um, I guess, four months. Because it came down to a time where um, she was big on Facebook. So you would know where your standing was in, in her life based on your, um, not Facebook, MySpace friend ranking. Oh, God, um, I remember that. So I used, so the way that it works was the few months that we were together, I was number one. And this other guy, Ooga Mooga, was number two. I take it that was a black guy. No. Oh. No, it was a white gentleman. Um, now, keep in mind, I, I, I found out later 
the whole time that I thought we were together, like she would be with me. Like we would be like, I would see her like at certain points and then she would leave me and go and hang out with this Ooga Mooga. And I think they were, you know, fucking and all that stuff too. I found that out later you oh, know, after the fact. She was cheating on you? Yeah, pretty much. That that that's what it came down to. But the, the but but the best was okay. So so the one so one night, my parents again were on vacation. So of course, it was just me home alone. So I, I have her come over. So we end up like doing the shower thing together. That was because that was always like something I wanted to do. So we finally, you know, that happened. Then we go upstairs. And we're messing around. And obviously, you know, we're naked. And I don't have a condom on or nothing. And obviously it just slips inside. So she decides to start fucking writing it. And it's going. And I'm like, it's obviously feeling really good. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm like, you're going to have to get off. And she's like, she's like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to come. And she's like, no. She's like, I want you to come inside me now. Wait, wait. Pause for one second. Mike, what is your cum face? Like, what, how do you think your face looks when you're coming? Um, you want me to give... Okay, so I'll give you my interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I think it's more like this, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 okay so I'm, I'm go ahead so so i told her i'm like i'm like i'm like i'm going to come she's like i want you to come in me now i said i said listen i said i'm i'm i'm, I'm done with the whole kids thing i'm not you know so luckily she jumped off like right in time and as soon as she jumped off i fucking all over that's awesome but, By the uh, way, I'm pretty yeah. sure my cum face is something like this. <laughs> Dude, next time, see if she could take a picture of it. Of my face? Because Yeah, because I'll use your cum face as a picture for the intro. <laughs> yeah, okay. That'll probably cost me extra. And then, and then I'll take a picture oh. of myself when, I'm, when I'm beating. Yes. Real quick, I totally forgot that I talked. I've talked to a couple of girls into making like videos for me, like videos with me, like that. And made a couple of videos with me, and still to this day, I'm spanking mm-hmm. my little Willie to those videos. Are you? Of course, I can't show that any of that shit to anybody because I don't want to get in trouble. But uh, yep, got me some what videos. If, what if we blur out the faces? No, she I, she would still probably get me in trouble for that if she ever heard, found out about that shit. No. Well, yeah. do you think that she do you think that she watches or listens to the show? No, I have not talked to and in a couple of years. I had a huge oh. fall. Yeah, I I I had a few, huge fallout with N. um Nightshade. Huh? Nightshade. <laughs> yeah. Uh 2019 me and her stopped talking and it wasn't even her, it wasn't her decision for us to stop talking. It was my decision, actually. I right. just 
I stopped talking to her. Um, just all kinds of toxicity between me and her on both of our parts. I would say 50% me, 50% her. Um, she's the type of girl that wants to talk, the type of person that just wants to talk things out. And I'm the type of person that like, if we tried a couple of different times, and at this point, me and her had tried for 12, 13 years to keep a friendship going. And it just, right. I, 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 you know, I was just like, well, I can't, you know, I'm not saying I won't ever bury the hatchet with N, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if me and her will ever become like good friends again. So. You're like, you'd be like, Hey, N one last video for old time's sake, please. You know, what's funny is so me and her made two videos. The first video was just, now, are you in the video or is it just her too? No, we're both in the video. Oh my God. I need, can I see you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I want I want to see what cripples look like. You just want to see me naked? You want to see me fuck? You want to watch me fuck? <laughs> yeah, Let's do it. Oh my god, you're a faggot. <laughs> anyway, so we meet No, her. I'm just curious. I'm just curious who's 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 um maybe we should have an uh, whose junk is bigger contest. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so me and her made two videos. The first one yeah. was just a blowjob video. And right. when it was happening, I'm thinking like, okay, this is a decent length of a video. This has probably gotta be at least six, seven minutes at least. I she sent it to me and I watched it back later for the first time. The video was only two and a half minutes long. Damn. Like Soon as the video started, she starts sucking me off, and it only took her two and a half minutes to make me come. And I blew my load all over that motherfucking face. Yeah. Also, oh, she didn't. She, she didn't swallow it. She didn't chug well, it. she well, uh, not in the first video because I told her I was like, "Hey, we're getting this on video. Let me come on your face." And she's like, "Okay, whatever." You know. Um. She's, she doesn't sound too enthused with that. No, she wasn't too enthused because that day. She had tried to back out on it, and she's like, mm -hmm. listen, I'm not really feeling up to this and all that. And I was like, look, if we don't do this now, you're going to end up getting back with your ex-boyfriend probably this time next week, and then we won't be able to do this at all. Like, do you want to make mm -hmm. this money or not? So she's like, all right, I'll do it. And so she did it, and yeah, and I came on her face. It was pretty fucking awesome. Oh, wow. I have video proof of it, but unfortunately, I can't show anyone. But anyway, and then the second video... Is about six minutes long, and that's because it starts out where she bends over and I eat her ass right on the video. I just eat that all right. Ass. Now does she clean? Now does she clean before the asshole eating oh, commences? Oh yes, I have a. I mean, I think we covered this on like the last episode or episode before. Yes, right. I don't do any business transactions without making sure the girl goes in the bathroom and cleans off first like okay so then when okay so then after she's done cleaning off do you like have her bend over and like spread her cheeks and like inspect it to make sure there's no, no you asked, remnants in there no you asked the exact same thing the last time we talked about this no because i trust these girls that they're actually going to make sure i i i wouldn't no but here's the thing because they know if i get pissed off by anything i will deduct money Ah, yes. Now, do you give bonuses? You mean like tips? Yes. No, they get they they get the amount that I say that they're going to get ahead of time. And that's it. 
That's no it. bonuses. But it's decent amounts. Like right. I, like when I'm doing a business transaction, it's usually anywhere between two and three hundred at least. Sometimes oh, it's even more. Yeah, sometimes it's even more depending on what I want. And wow. this one time, and I talked her into an all day and all night like boyfriend girlfriend thing. And I paid, oh I paid her close to a grand for that. Holy shit. Well, I made her suck my dick while I was sitting on the toilet, too. <laughs> oh, God. No, I no. didn't know. No, no, wait. I should clarify. I, I wasn't shitting on the toilet. Like, I, I didn't drop any poo-poo from my butthole or anything. <laughs> yeah, but... No, it was just the novelty of her, like sucking my dick while I was sitting on the toilet. And the lid was up too. So I was like like the smell from the toilet was coming into her face and she like uh, I, I Did you did you did you fart? At no, all? but I should have because when you uh, fart and you're sitting on the toilet it amplifies the fucking oh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> you know I, listen, I have a friend who um spoiler alert him and his band buddies want to come on to our show. But they need something. They want something to promote first before they come onto our show. Um, oh, I think he's going to be doing a Rabbit and Red special in August. It's the same person I'm thinking of. No, no, no. This is one of my other friends. Uh, he hasn't, oh, okay. He hasn't, this is somebody different. Yeah, he hasn't agreed to anything else yet. I know who you're talking about, I think. But it's no, it's someone different. But oh, okay. one of my other friends um, who wants to come on and uh, more or less promote his band stuff, which I, that's cool. You know, there's no rule against a, one of our friends coming on and promoting what they're doing, what they're putting their life work into. Um, right. Anyway, he has the habit of taking his phone and audio recording his farts. And then he sends ah. them. To him. And he does this almost every day, almost every. Yeah. Almost every fucking day I get a, a fart clip from him. And this just gave me a good idea. I should tell him to start sitting on the toilet and 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 farting into the phone. Just don't drop your phone. You know? No, dude. And if he if you send me those, I can put them into the show. <laughs> Cody's fart corner. Oh, is that going to be a new show on the Rabbit and Radio Network? We could. Cody's fart corner. Crippled Cody's house of farts. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, we we are inching ever so closely to the end of this episode. I'd like to talk to a, about a quick couple of more things before we go though. Um I wanted to ask your yes, fi- it's the final thought segment of our episode, the last couple of minutes. Um I wanted to ask your opinion on something Mike because I don't think we've talked about this on camera yet. Yeah. But um what is your opinion on rape jokes versus murder jokes? Uh, um, 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 rape jokes could be or can be funnier than murder jokes. Okay. So here's my opinion. Yeah. Anyone who knows me knows that I have no limit for my sense of humor. Yeah. To me, any topic, including rape jokes, murder jokes, racist jokes, cripple jokes, anything, uh, is a okay. It's fair game because it's just humor. It's not you're not actually hurting anyone with humor. No matter how dark it is, I hate that we live in a society where murder is so desensitized 
and so normal these days. Like nor- mur- murders just it just happens. You know, you can joke about you know people. My best friends tell each other all the time, "I'll fucking kill you." You blah blah blah. You know, like. But when it comes to rape jokes, oh no, you best not joke about that. Rape mm-hmm. jokes are bad. You know, like and. I tell all my friends all the time, no, rape is not the worst thing that ha- can happen to you. Murder is the worst thing that can happen to you. I know I have female female friends who are rape victims. And yes, they have emotional scars and they have you know trauma and probably nightmares of what happens in the past, but they still have a second chance of happiness in well, life. Murder, alive. Mm-hmm. Murder victims, on the other hand, are dead. They're fucking dead. They don't have no second chance. They are dead. Yep. And my point is, if you can joke about one, you can joke about both. Um, yeah. Again, I, I'm a wrestling fan. And uh, several months ago, several months, mm-hmm. this ain't nothing recent, but several months ago, an AEW wrestler named Sammy Guevara, um, something came up from his past. Back in 2016, he was doing a podcast. He was talking about Sasha Banks. Uh, and he made the joke that he would rape her. I didn't listen to that audio clip, but I'm assuming what he was so- talking about was that she was so fucking hot, he would just fuck the shit out of her. He would rape her. She, she's so hot. Like, that type of shit. Who hasn't said that? You know, like I've never all- seen her, so I don't know. Well, I don't consider Sasha Banks all that hot, but hey, each to, re- to each their own, right? But, um... So when this got brought up, it was, like I said, it was from 2016, but this got brought up in 2020, I think it was. And people threw such a fit about it that they tried to cancel him. And the company ended up taking him off TV for a few months, you know, to kind of like die down the, 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 all the bitching and crying and moaning about it. And it's like, what, who fucking cares? Like, Oh, he made a rape joke against the, you know, and they made him apologize for it. And, you know, and, and it was just, it's, it's bullshit, you know? And I, I just, I know so many people that sit there and say like, Oh no, rape jokes are not funny. All these other things, racist jokes, murder jokes, cripple jokes, all these other things are a okay to most of these people, but rape jokes. Oh no, you can't make rape jokes. And I just want to state on our show that I think that's absolute fucking bullshit. There's no nothing harmful about rape jokes. If there's nothing harmful about murder jokes, there's nothing harmful about rape jokes. The only reason people get butthurt about rape jokes, literally butthurt, is because it triggers memories for them. Oh, well. Oh, fucking well. Not our problem, not our fault that something terrible happened to you. I, I don't care. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I don't care how many people that upsets or whatever like if you got raped that sucks i hope that you are healing from it and i hope you have a good life but stop telling me that i can't make rape jokes shut the fuck up um so that's my thoughts on that subject um anything you want to add to that before we move on to one other subject um no i think you pretty much said it all there sir okay last and final subject you were talking a little bit earlier about popeye cp chick and uh, ah, yeah. I wanted to know if you wanted to, because uh, it's been kind of a stable lately in our episodes that we end on uh, these these little updates that you may have. Mm-hmm. So you, you started to update me earlier on the phone, and I said, Mike, hold it. Just hold it for the show tonight. So here you go, buddy. Go ahead and update uh, us. Yeah. She's uh, angry. 
Um, and I told, I, I, I said to her, oh. I said, you know, you can't keep this this angry thing up. And I, um, I did mention to you too that she, um, on Facebook in one of the disability groups, she said she made a post, and the post said, "Hi." And then she had about like ten guys respond or reply to it. You know, now, comment. What kind of guys and, this was? Uh, they seemed. I mean, they're they're obviously crippled, but they're you know normal type cripples. And obviously, you can see her picture, and they still were normal, like responding to her. Mm-hmm. Um. And then maybe an hour later, she did another post on Facebook that said, hey. And she had about another 10 or 15 people comment on that. So I messaged her on Facebook. And I said, you know, you say that you're alone, you don't have friends, blah, 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 blah. I'm like... All these guys are responding, you know, are commenting on your posts. Why don't you respond to any of them? And she didn't um, reply to me last night at all after I said that. So um, tonight, before the, uh, you know, like right before we got on here to do this show, she messages me and she's like, um, are you doing a show tonight? And I said, I said, yeah, I have a show tonight. She's like, uh, what are you going to talk about? I'm like, well, you talk about a bunch of different stuff. She's like, you talk about CP? I said, I said, yeah, sometimes, but you know, we talk about other stuff too. And she says, do you laugh and make fun of CP? And I said, I said, yeah, sometimes. And she's like, why not take it serious? I take it seriously. Why do you make fun of it and laugh at it? I said, because I have it. And that's just how you deal with it is, you know, I said, I said, you know why you're alone? I said, you're alone because you take it too seriously and you let it ruin your life and you let this happen and you let that happen. I said, that's your problem. And she said, maybe it is. And I said, I said, there's no maybe about it. I said, it is. I said, that's why it is. Um, so then she's like, so then she just like kept on trying to like respond to me. And I just like ignored her. And she would just keep messaging me, keep messaging me, keep messaging me. And even um, while we were doing this show, I got a few messages that popped up. And eventually she just said good night. I didn't say anything back. Because, you know, I just wanted to see. Uh, I'm trying to teach her that if you, you know, have this constant negative attitude, that you're just going to turn people off. I don't think she's getting the message. But <laughs> it's a message that I'm trying to convey. Um. One would wonder why doesn't she just click on the stream and watch, you know, if she wants to see your ugly face, why doesn't she just watch the stream a little bit? She watched Rabbit and she watched one Rabbit in Red. Um, the Rabbit in Red where we showed uh the Halloween Kills trailer. She did watch that because 
she actually commented on that. And she's like, I remember Michael Myers. Really? She actually said a, a coherent uh, sentence? Uh, yeah, surprisingly, that was the normal coming out of her, I guess. The normal coming out of her. Yeah. Oh, my God, Mike. I... Wait, did I tell this? I can't remember if I told this story. I should probably end the episode with this story. Stop me if, if I told the story on a past episode okay. of this show. Um, for the last couple of years, I've been trying to do the whole uh, dating website thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is something specific I'm looking for. I'm not one of those disabled people that... Uh, you know, just uh, will f- go for anything, and I I need a girl that I kind of like. So it was last summer, actually, the summer of of 2020, I'm pretty sure, and uh, I started talking to this girl who, on her profile, it said that she was into the paranormal and and stuff like that. So I thought, oh, cool, you know, she must like ghosts and horror movies and stuff like that. <clears throat> well, I started talking to her. We ended up start doing Skype together, you know, that type of thing, which mm-hmm. she's in her 20s, so I'm, I'm surprised she doesn't – because what Skype's not cool anymore, right? Like, it's isn't it FaceTime now that's cooler? Uh, I guess on some level, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So we were Skyping, and we get on our first video call, and she t- tells me, she's like, well, I got something to tell you about myself, and – Hopefully you won't judge me or get scared away. I'm thinking, oh my God, like, don't tell me like you were born a man or anything like that. Cause I'm telling you, there's a lot mm-hmm. of transgender girls on, on these dating sites. And some of them don't, even, and some of them don't even reveal to, to, mm-hmm. you know, in their profile that they're transgender. And that, that, that I, I don't condone that. Like I condemn that, like right. do not, pose as something that you're not as far as gender like like let people know that you are fucking uh we're born a man like don't do that shit anyway i started to get to know this girl uh for a few days over text messaging you know facebook messaging whatever we got Mm -hmm. on skype and this first skype call she tells me well i gotta you know i gotta tell you these things about me so i was like all right go ahead and tell me Mm -hmm. she starts telling me that she sees ghosts and sees dead people and sees things that, that normal people can't see. Have I told the story before? I see dead people. No. Yeah. I was like the whole time she, and I, and I was waiting for her to tell me like, Oh, just joking, you know, like that type of shit. But no, she wasn't joking. She really thinks that she sees dead people and ghosts. And- I, I, I can't believe it. According to her, she has ghost children who talk oh. to her. Oh my god! And, and while she was talking to me, she uh, she would like pause from talking to me to like look down and talk to her her child, like her ghost child. Oh my like, god! How can I take something like that serious? You know, <clears throat> at one oh. moment. At one moment, she said, hold on, I got to, like, do something real quick. And she looks around, and she tells her her grandmother was fucking with her shit or something like that. And she looks back, and she goes, Ma, I told you not to mess with my ghost hunting equipment. And I'm just thinking, like, what? Your ghost hunting equipment? Like, oh, my God. Oh, boy. So 
I thought about it for a couple of days and, uh, and, and, you know, and then I told her, I was like, I don't know about this. Like, I, I don't know if I can continue to talk to you because I, I don't know. And I think she got the hint, you know, whatever. But I mean, she was a good looking girl. She was nice to talk to. It's just this idea of getting involved with a woman that thinks that she sees ghosts like that, that could have spelled trouble for me in all honesty, because if she found out where I lived, like she might end up becoming a stalker of mine. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I did what, she, dude, she might've wanted to make you like a ghost lover of hers. Oh, see and that yeah. would require her to kill you. Mm-hmm. So she could make you a ghost lover. Exactly. And that's what scared me. Um, and then, uh, at one point and during one of our conversations, her ghost daughter had a question for me that she oh wanted her to ask me. So she asked me, she goes, I forgot what her fucking stupid made up daughter's name was, but she said, you know, so-and-so wants to know, how do you feel about have, having children of your own? And I was like, I do not want kids at all. <laughs> So like, don't even think you can stick with your ghost children because you ain't having no real live babies with me. And that's my story. Nothing else. Would you have? Would you have ghost children? If it was something that I didn't have to see, or or you mean like, do, could I pretend that that me and her have ghost children together? Yeah. Would you be like? Would you be like? Oh yes, my 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 cum will give you ghost children. Oh yes, instantly birth the ghost children from and my I could talk I could talk her into like if you swallow my semen, then you will give birth to my ghost child. Yes, and the ghost child will pop out instantly from you know, you swallowing it'll just go right into your mouth and out your pussy. No, Mike, I wouldn't do that. But you know what I will do. You know what I will do, though? I will bid our viewers and listenings uh, farewell because we have reached the end of our episode tonight. I think we're going to end it on that bullshit story. It wasn't bullshit. It was just bullshit uh, how it all went down for real. So that's my story. This is our episode. I hope you enjoyed our episode, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys have any suggestions or uh, any questions or any uh, uh, topics that you would like us to talk about, let us know. Come visit us in our chat. We can talk to you live while we're streaming. Right, Mike? Mm-hmm. And please, if anybody wants to come on as a guest, let us know. We would love to have guests. I think next week, next week's episode, we are going to attempt to have another guest. And I think this time it's going to be um, a guest that is uh, a friend of Mike's uh, because the last two guests were friends of mine. So we're going to try to switch it up a little bit. Mike, that means that means Mike, that you're gonna have to do a little bit more talking on a guest episode because God knows you like to be super silent when guests are on. But uh, well, that's well, more that's so when celebrities, celebrities are on. And plus, with, with uh, uh, Raleigh, 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 that was intimidating because you know she's, you know, I prefer the the African American persuasion somewhat. You were low key tugging on your penis while we were talking to her on live last week, huh? Not live. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Good night. We will see you next weekend. Oh, next weekend, we're sticking with Saturdays for a little bit. Saturdays, Correct. we're going to say Saturday night, somewhere in between 10 and 10.30 p.m., uh, 10, 10 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. on Saturday nights. That's what we're going to stick with for a while. So yes. next weekend, be there. Join our chat. Come in on as a guest if you want. Give us a topic you want to talk about, anything you want. Next Saturday, 10 to 10.30. See you then. Have a good night. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns Their prowess is potent and secretly stern As they speed through the finish, the flags go down The fans get up and they get out of town The arena is empty, except for one man Still driving and striving as fast as he can The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still He's going for speed She's all alone All alone in a time of need Because he's racing and racing And plotting the course He's fighting and fighting And riding on his horse He's going the distance He cannot define Bowel shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and potting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.